0: This is another MP3 podcast from 2 NURFM at the University of Newcastle, Australia. Welcome along to another edition of Talking Travel for our sponsor, Travel World on King. I'm Wayne Stamp. With me is Barry Warwick. We're off and away. Now, we did Vietnam last week, but it, that wasn't the entire part of your trip, which just sounded fascinating, by the way. You also went off uh, to Langkawi.
1: Yeah, um, Wayne, we had a great time in Langkawi. We only had about four days there, um, and I didn't. I didn't see as much of the island as I really would have liked to have seen. But uh, for those that don't know it, it's part of Malaysia. It's up near the uh, Thai border um, in the Andaman Sea. And the the water there is, is it's not crystal clear water. It's uh, a little bit milky, but it's, it's a lovely uh, destination. And it's got some beautiful beaches um,
0: It's very temperate. It's um, uh, because I've been there. It's one of the few places in the world I have been to. Uh, It's a duty free island, which I liked.
1: It is, and it still is a duty free island. I think it's been. It's a bit like Penang; Um, they've been duty free forever. And uh, not that I actually did a lot with the the duty free, but it's it's one of the draw cards that they want to make it and. it's it 's a fairly large-ish island mm. um, it 's got a cable car that you can go up uh, to the the top
0: yep uh, great views from up there too doesn 't matter what sort of day that you go up doesn 't even matter it 's a little on the foggy side because there's a there 's a skywalk across the top of it that once you get onto that and especially if it 's cloudy it 's like being suspended in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> which I have to tell you is really freaky
1: now that that 's one of the adventures that i didn 't do, mm. and um, now i 'll have to go back and <laughs> And pick this cloudy day so that oh, I it's can – because I'm scared of heights at the best of times. Oh, so. yeah, oh,
0: this has just been brilliant for you. It's just <laughs> what you need. Because it is. You, when you walk out onto it and you're into the cloud cover itself um, uh, and you look over the side and you realise that you can't see the other ends of this sky because they drop away from oh, this no. middle piece. So, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really like being suspended over nothing. It's, but a pretty island, lots to do. You can hire a, a moped and get around. Uh, and you can see it on a day-by-day basis. You can also take the ferry to Penang if you want to do that from yep. the big ferry terminal, uh, and there that's are right. plenty of good restaurants to eat on every night as well.
1: Yeah, Actually, they've got a really large ferry terminal there, and you, you can even get into southern Thailand from there. So yeah, you um, yeah, it, it's, it's a great port, and they've got this great big sea eagle statue that's right at the ferry terminal mm-hmm. as well. Um, so it's, um, the, the town, uh, the main town on the island co is, is, um, you can walk around it pretty, uh, pretty quickly, but.
0: It's big and bustling. I, it wasn't one of the places that I enjoyed. I enjoyed the beaches more. Yeah. Co itself is is a is an interesting place to visit, and some of the shops there are quite good. Not as many markets as I thought there were going to be, but I'm guessing that most people go to Penang to do their shopping anyway. That seems yeah. to be the case.
1: Yeah, Penang's certainly better known, and uh, Langkawi is sort of one of those um, places that people think about, but don't don't usually go to but i thought that it was really well worthwhile and i stopped at a small resort it uh, had about 40 rooms same private beach uh, which they um, the sand there is very fine and silky and um, they actually graded it uh, every morning to make sure that it was nice and soft for us to walk on Um, it was a great little resort in terms that uh, you'd be laying out in the sun and and or with me and my skin, I was like actually laying in the shade under the trees, but they'd come around with cold water, ice water, just complimentary ice water, and put a jug between a couple of people. And then uh, they'd come around with the cold face washer to refresh you. And then they'd come around with the watermelon, and it just made the holiday, uh, you know, just that much more pleasant. And even eating in that particular resort, the meals weren't expensive, I think. Um, of, a, of an evening it was costing us, uh, for the two of us, around about $40, and, and we'd have, um, you know, one drink of alcohol and, and plus, uh, you know, a really nice meal uh, and nice surroundings. But there are lots of resorts there. There are some beautiful big resorts. There are some quite expensive resorts. Um, and then there's those at the lower end of the market. Um, certainly the, the hotels are much cheaper in town and you can probably pick those up for around about $80 uh, a night for two people. But I would certainly say don't stay in town, go out to the, uh, the beach areas.
0: Or if you like golf, there's a beautiful golf resort that you can get to as well that's up in the, I think it's in the northeastern corner, uh, of the island that's just magnificent. I had a little look at the golf course that was there and it really is quite beautiful. And then I think the public course is also nice. So not a bad place to go if, if you're into golfing holidays
1: that's right and there's lots of islands to visit there's about 99 islands around there so you can do a cruise around the islands um not that i actually had time to do that either but uh you know it it certainly is pretty we uh we did canoe around an island that was close by and uh, that was lots of fun and we got to a deserted beach and uh, sort of had a rest and then continued on canoeing
0: yeah nice some nice sheltered waters on Lankawi. Welcome back. This is Talking Travel for our sponsor, Travel World on King. I'm Wayne Stamp. With me today is Barry Warwick, and we're going to take some trains through Europe. Now, Europe would be a great destination for taking trains. It's so big, isn't
1: it? Look, it is so big, and I I guess that's where trains really um, were the... Major carrier of all the people, and uh, it 's continue on even to this day, and so they put a lot of money into the infrastructure of trains now train travel isn 't all that cheap over there, but it 's still i think good value when you consider you know how much petrol is going these days and the beauty of train is that you can actually sit there, look out the window, and really see what um, the countryside's zipping by and in some cases, the country pie it's the countryside does literally zip by you know when you get in the the high speed trains that um uh, particularly the French TGV trains uh and they service quite a, a, a large area of France um they Certainly, uh, the scenery moves really, really fast. So you can
0: take a train. Really, if you get into Europe, you get into England, for example, going into, into London. You're off to France. I think it's two hours, isn't it? Somebody was telling me the other day. Um, yeah, about I think two it's hours. About,
1: Yeah, I thought it was more a three, around three. three but okay. yeah, you've, you've got the Eurostar. Now the Eurostar goes to Paris, but it also goes into uh, Belgium, and um, you know, uh, so it's a, it's a good alternative. And you go through the well. I call it the the tunnel, but through the the tunnel that uh, has the train and uh, the the road network. So it's a great way, and the the beauty of it is that you leave from central London and you arrive into, for example, Paris, you're in the centre of the city, so um, you don't have... To put up with Heathrow to start off with, <laughs> although there there are other airports that you can fly from uh, out of out of London. But you you know an airport you've got to be there an hour before, yep. you've got to get to the airport, um, which is usually you know uh, slightly out of the city. Although I suppose you've got the high speed uh, link in London that that um, goes out. There's about ten or fifteen minutes, but generally you've got to get to the airport. Then you've got to wait around, fly. Disembark, pick up your baggage that's another sort of half an hour um, and then get get into the city where at least the train um, you know you're probably doing it in the same um, the same time span as as flying now
0: and what you're talking about too is that one of the the, the, the big advantages is that you're getting a much closer look to, what the, to the landscape as it goes by. You're not flying over the top of it, so you are seeing it at ground level in most cases.
1: You are seeing it. And, and look, there are some amazing trips like the Glacier Express in Switzerland. You know, that goes through some of the, the, not only engineering feats of a railway line as well, but some of the most scenic country in the world. And, um, you know it goes from one end of Switzerland to the other, and you can also um, go from there and do in Switzerland, for example you 've got the old cog railways that um, that take you up to the top of the mountains so rails not just um, it's, it's, it's not just the one train trip you 've got a lot of um, different train trips and they service a lot of the the areas You can get to I, I guess the majority of places by train
0: it's one of those things, I would guess, that you can get on and off where you like as well. I mean, isn't that yeah. part of the fun of doing it?
1: Look, there, there are a lot of passes about. Um, but one thing to bear in mind is that when you're on a, say, a Ural Pass, for example, yes, that gives you the train travel, but a lot of the trains still require bookings. Um, oh, okay. So. Not only do you pay for your seat reservation, but you also pay another fee for a booking reservation. So sometimes people get the um, the rail pass and think, oh, yeah, look, this this is really suitable for me. Um, and then they find that they've got to pay out all this additional money in in booking fees uh, to, to actually get on the train. And because the URL passes from the tra- transport per- perspective is fairly cheap... Um, Sometimes the seats aren't available in that class. You know, they moved like the airlines have got the low okay. cost uh, and the high cost. So sometimes seat reservations aren't available. So then you have to pay a supplement to get on them. And um, sometimes it's just better to buy sectors. And we did a um, comparison the other day and someone wanted about three train trips. Now, uh, normally you would get a three day pass to, to cover those three train trips because you can get you know, five days in two months, so you don't actually have to use them every day. But in this instance, it was actually just cheaper to take the sectors, and uh, we got the exact rail reservations that you needed. Um, you still have to pay your booking fees, but it still worked out to be um, a cheaper alternative.
0: From a time point of view, is it something that you need to add or allow extra time for, or do you think in the long run, if you're thinking about maybe driving, that train might be a, a nice way to get around it instead of? Because it, it would be, I imagine... Very different, especially if you pick up a car in London and head over uh, and drive around there for a couple of days, and then head over to Europe, because it's a, a different style of driving, isn't it? Totally, it's
1: it's, it's a different trial, and particularly say picking up a car in London mm. or or in England anywhere, mm. going across, you've got the ferry fee. Mm. You think you have to pay a supplement? Oh, I need to check that to to then go across to the the continent, and then you're in a. Um, vehicle that's meant to drive on the left-hand side, side of the road and you've got to drive on the right-hand mm. side so it's it's a little bit um it's not something that i would would recommend um look the advantages that i see they both have their advantages uh we well, i guess we're used to road so we like the ability to go anywhere that we please and rail will only take you to selected places but the driver does miss out on seeing a lot of the, the countryside mm. he's so busy concentrating um, on what to do what where to go, and etc, whereas at least with Ra you can uh, sit on the train, sit back, relax, you can look at the countryside, you can chat, you do have the ability to interact with other travelers as well um, you know i 'm not saying that that would happen every time, but there is that opportunity. Uh, to, to do that so you know rail is, uh, is good and when you get to the stations at the other end uh, there's quite often hotel booking services and um, you know instead of, I suppose in the car you're thinking oh well I've got to uh, stop here and try and find a, a place or start looking well in the train you can go there's a reservation service you just pick a hotel and lots of the hotels are around the railway station.
0: All right. We'll be back with more travel next week when we do it again, Talking Travel, here on 2NURFM for our sponsor, Travel World on King.